You can't write a role for yourself in a movie that you get typecasted for that you don't want. Welcome to Strategize This Podcast, where we interview creatives leveraging strategic thinking to bring unique value and perspective to the world. Today, we're talking to Mo Ismael, a video strategist helping digital entrepreneurs, course creators, digital product sellers, and thought leaders explode with their video content, create fans, and make money through banger videos. So we asked Mo, how might someone become more confident and authentic on camera? This was his response. I think it's an, it's an excellent question. It's a loaded question because there's like layers to it. But my, my first answer would be, I think that people have a misconception of what confidence is. They assume that confidence equates to charisma, energy, the ability to uh, persuade, uh, natural good looks. And though those are things that assist confidence, when we're talking about creating video content, it doesn't necessarily move the needle forward like you would assume it does. So what I tell people when I'm either strategizing with them or clients that need help to feel more comfortable on camera before we even get into authenticity is we need to redefine what confidence means and make it equate to clarity and not charisma or energy. And what I mean by that is what is the intended desired end outcome for the piece of content that you're making? We need to be really clear about that. And then the way you're going to be confident on camera is one, you have to be clear. So the way in which you're communicating the message to get to that intended outcome needs to be understood by the audience. So when we say clarity, we're talking about what kind of examples are you using? What kind of stories are you using? What kind of words are you using to convey the message that you're trying to convey to this audience? The biggest mistake is that people like to show off on camera, especially when they're in a space where they're trying to sell a service or a product. So they're talking as if they're talking with their colleague and then the audience gets lost. And that actually conveys a lack of confidence because it's almost like you're trying, you know, you're trying to like, I'm going to show you my creds. I'm going to show you that I have a PhD at the end of my name. I'm going to show you that I took this course. I'm, I'm trying to show you my credentials. Instead, if you can minimize the lack of clarity and the overuse of jargon and use language stories, examples that they would understand to drive your point home, you're going to come across a lot more relatable, a lot more clear, and in turn, a lot more confident. The second thing, in addition to clarity, especially when you're on camera, is organization. There's this assumption that I can just come on the camera, spout what I need to spout, and everyone will understand. Instead, I want you to think of it as a journey, and you're taking them down a funnel, right? So when I taught public speaking for about four years, I would always tell my students, like, you have to start with the general idea first before you get dense. So there needs to be some sort of organizational pattern in the message you're communicating for people to be able to follow in addition to being clear. And trust me, if you're clear and organized and the audience can understand the message and get to the intended outcome that you have, even if you're the most monotonous person on camera and you have no communication skills non-verbally, people will appreciate that at the end of the video, they have become a different person. They are transformed because you were clear and organized in conveying your message. So step number one, we need to redefine what confidence means 
away from charisma, energy, motivation, and define it as confidence equals clarity. And that takes work on the front end, right? You have to know like, what is the learning outcome that I want people to get? What is the entertainment outcome that I want people to get? What is the general outcome that I want people to get from this piece of video content? And you're going to work backwards. How do I get them to that outcome in a way that's organized and in a way that's clear for them to understand, right? Because us three, we could be talking about strategy, but the way I talk about strategy in a classroom of high schoolers, it's going to be different than the way I talk strategy in a conference room with business executives. I'm going to use different examples. I'm going to use different uh, stories to drive the point home and to get them to, for lack of a better term, buy into the outcome that I'm trying to get them to. So that would be my uh, long answer. And I know you said authentic. I'm troubled by the word authentic because to try to be authentic indicates that you're being inauthentic because you are trying to do authenticity comes from a state of just being yourself. And I know that sounds super fluffy and cliche, but what I mean by that is if you're somebody who's not funny, if you're somebody who's not high energy, but you're somebody who's methodical and you're very slow and deliberate in the way that you speak, you need to show up as that. Because what people are able to see right through really fast, because people are being sold to all the time and there's content at scale everywhere, they're going to be able to see if you are trying to be authentic to get them to buy in. When in reality, the, the biggest authentic thing, and I'm going to use something Alicia said earlier, she, she was like, when we play the game, they get to see a different side of Mo. You're going to get Mo regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, and the ability to be authentic is to just be honest, be real, and then do everything that I said that you should do when you're trying to be confident on camera is to be clear and organized. And things will just fall into place after after you just assume that mindset first and then go into it. Do I struggled for the longest time when I started my business to uh, present myself in a light that I deemed professional? Because you two know me, you know I'm very on the spectrum of like urban hip hop. There's a lot of slang in the way that I communicate. The way that I present myself is usually high energy, high comedy. Like that's just who I am. Right. And there was a, a, a time early on in my career where I deemed being professional as being corporate suit and tie, showing up, communicating in a certain way and suppressing a lot of who I am to appease this idea of what it is to be professional. In my mind, if we just took the word professional and changed it to authentic, I was trying to be authentic to get an end result from the space that I was in. And of course, that didn't work because in these client meetings or in, in even meetings with contractors, I was being something I wasn't. So everything was incongruent. The, my dialogue, my presentation wasn't until more recently, post-COVID, where um, I went through, uh, and me and Adam have talked about this a little bit, just like a dark space, um, feeling like where I was, the trajectory I was going wasn't, wasn't where I wanted to go, asking a lot of questions, perfectionist kicking in, imposter kicking in, all of that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until post-COVID and going through that, going through therapy and going through just my own, you know, research and reflection that I started to create content that was 100% me. It was, there was no faking it. And it's interesting in the past 30 days alone, because of sharing stories, being funny, um, being wise, all the things that make me who I am, speaking engagements have come up 
podcasts like this have come up, more clients have come up. So you can't write a role for yourself in a movie that you get typecasted for that you don't want. The only role that you can play is who you are. And if you bring that to the forefront at scale without fronting the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful of who you are, I really think that the world is just going to be attracted to that because it's real. So I just, I share that story because if anyone's listening and they feel when they have to get on camera, they have to be a certain way. They have to be a Chris Doe. They have to be a Gary Vee. They have to be an Alicia, an Adam. You That's playing their game and you'll never be able to win at their game. The only lane that you can pave is your own lane. And that's where true authenticity really shines. And that, and that means being okay with everything that comes up. Again, going back to the good, bad, ugly, and the beautiful versus just like, I'm going to put up this front to appease a desired end result that I think might happen from this front that I put on. The biggest takeaway I take from this is really, you can't try to be authentic. You can't try to be something that you're not, right? And anytime you do try to do that, it's that's what's going to create the you know, lack of confidence, if you will, on camera, because you're, you're really trying to be something else. And so it's going to kind of naturally create a sense of insecurity because you're going to realize you're doing it and people can see right through it. Right. So your video is going to perform like not as well. And people are generally not going to trust you or believe you because you just aren't being you, you know, Definitely super important. Um, and I think this also touches on the expertise portion that um, Manya in one of our previous episodes actually brought up, right? And that's, um, you know, at least having some knowledge and or expertise in the area that you're um, trying to convey, whether it's through camera, through voice, um, and, and understanding the the, the outcome that the listener or watcher is looking for, um, and, then, and then really balancing between those two and, and just and just being who you are and conveying that information the best that you can without overdoing it or like dressing it up in a suit if you're a, a jeans and a beanie cap guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I also think that simplifying the message to who the audience is you're talking to, right? Like know your audience first, know who you're talking to. Like you're going to speak differently to, like he said, somebody that's in high school versus somebody that's in a boardroom um, and, and not, not overusing that jargon, but simplifying the message down to speak directly to the person you're speaking to so that they understand what the key takeaway is and get to the point, be yourself. You know, I think that all of that definitely leads very well into creating a confident image that would be portrayed easily on camera yeah 100 percent. and i think a lot of the time too it's it's people um will kind of go into the situation you know maybe with not having a ton of experience and that's totally okay but i think um going into a situation with less experience than you are portraying um can definitely lead to some of the like inconsistency and alignment and and people have um really good radar and and people can tell right away whether you know you know what you're talking about or if you're way out of your depth um and 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 sometimes like they'll call you out on it they'll be like mm, i don't think so um but that's the world we live in and and i think um let, you brought up a good point language is is massively important because um depending on who you're speaking to the language that you use and how you convey the information that you're trying to transmit the communication of that um is going to make or break. It's going to make or break um, whether someone gets it or doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I mean, more above, above all, above everything else, you cannot try to be authentic. You just have to be you. And that is authenticity right there. Huge thank you to Mo for sharing his insight around how to demonstrate confidence on camera. Very, very helpful and definitely something everybody needs. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Will Hardaway coming on. He's going to be talking with us about how a leader might uncover a social challenge that exists in a work environment. This is a huge topic, really important discussion, especially with everything happening today. I cannot wait to share his amazing insight with the listeners. So stay tuned. We have all our past episodes archived on our website. While you're there, if you sign up for our email list, you'll gain access to our private Facebook group with behind the scenes content, a network of strategists, and some awesome games we played with the previous guests. You won't want to miss the valuable content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and five-star reviews keep the hamsters powering our microphones. So if you could leave one, that would be super great. 